0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's teaching is Five Keys to Activating Your Prophetic Gift. Wow. You know, I I love the prophetic. I believe it's one of the things I'm I'm called to do is to prophesy and, and to inspire and equip others to do that as well. So here's the five keys. Number Key number one is to prioritize prophetic ministry, prioritize prophesying. Now in 1 Corinthians 14.1, it says, eagerly desire spiritual gifts, and especially you may prophesy. Actually, let me, let me say the whole verse. Follow after love, eagerly desire spiritual gifts, and especially you may prophesy. And you know, 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, basically says, hey, you can do great things, but you don't treat people right. It equals a big zero. So he says, get that, but then once you get that, eagerly desire spiritual gifts. 1 Corinthians 12 lists nine spiritual gifts. Some of them are word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of faith, miracles, healing, tongues, interpretation, prophecy. And it says, desire all of them. Why do we desire all the spiritual gifts? Because then we can become somebody else's miracle. When God does a miracle, he usually doesn't just do it out of thin air. He uses a vessel. He uses a person. And I'll tell you this, when we eagerly desire spiritual gifts, the likelihood of us being used for a miracle dramatically, dramatically increases. And I'll say this as well, God's never gonna have you desire eagerly desire spiritual gifts, unless it's His will for you to walk in the gifts. Now we know all of them are important. Some have, <clears throat> I heard someone say once, "What's the most important gift?" Well, the most important gift is what's needed at the moment, and, and that's that certainly there there's truth in that. But I find it interesting that Paul said, "Desire spiritual gifts, and especially that you may prophesy." He said, go after them all, but go after prophetic, go after prophesying the most. I believe, you know, one of the reasons for that, because if something is, happens, something was spoken. That principle started in Genesis chapter 1, where the Spirit was hovering over the face of the deep, waiting for something to work with, and, and God said, let there be light, and that just started uh, the chain reaction of creating order from disorder. So the first key to activating your prophetic gift is just to, to prioritize it, to believe it's important, to believe it's God's will that that happens in your life. Number two is understand New Testament prophecy or New Testament prophesying. So many people get hung up with uh, Old Testament models of prophesying and that if you're wrong and that you know you're you should be stoned it's put such fear in people to never desire prophetic ministry but we know that a new covenant new testament prophesying is different we know that um, if you read first Corinthians 14 and I, I really urge you to do that it's just a great chapter of of talking about prophecy, talking about tongues. And it really, at the end of the chapter, it it gives instruction, it says, hey, let each of you prophesy in turn and let the others judge. In other words, let the others determine uh, whether that word was in line with scripture, that word was a, a word in season, those who are experienced can, and you know, so I mean that, that tells us that Hey, there may be some things that aren't right on. There may be some things that weren't, uh, you know, maybe the Lord's heart or even in line with Scripture. It doesn't say, let the others judge and then kill those <laughs> who, who did not prophesy correctly. New, new covenant prophecy is summed up in 1 Corinthians 14, 3, where it, it says this. It says, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. New covenant prophesying is positive. It's encouraging. It's powerful. It isn't rebuking. I mean, I've known the Lord for many years. The first few years i knew the lord there is a season where the prophetic ministry was primarily negative prophets would call out the dirt in your life would call out sin and you know the office of a prophet it says in ephesians 4 the fivefold ministry apostle prophet pastor teacher evangelist you know the office of a prophet at, at, at times is, is going to correct at times may even be very strong in what it says, but that's still gonna come out from a a lifestyle of prophesying, of being primarily encouraging, being primarily uh, comforting, speaking life over people. Now, most of the people who are listening to this are not in the office of a prophet. We may not be a prophet, but we're all called to prophesy. Now, reason number three, or key number three uh, to activate your prophetic gift is believe your words are powerful. Wow. You know, that, that's so simple, but it's so powerful. Those who want to move forward in, in prophetic ministry need to believe their words are powerful. Proverbs eighteen twenty one says, death and life is in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Those who love what? Those who love the revelation that life is in the power of, of the tongue will eat the fruit of their past word. That's that's the fruit. Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but only that which is for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. It's saying, hey, don't let any corrupting death speak come out of your mouth, but only that which is for necessary edification, that you may impart grace to the hearer. Now, grace is the empowerment to to God's will, to do God's will. Now, when we believe that life is in the power of the tongue and that our words release empowering grace to the hearers, we're ready to prophesy because then we understand that prophesying is not just trying to convince people of something. It's not just trying to give them more information so they'll finally get it. Because if if we believe that, then then our prophetic ministry will... uh, Morph into teaching, and we'll use words like "I encourage you to do this," or "You need to do that," or "You should do this." Um, We'll we'll move more into those words because we don't believe our words are creating life. We believe we need to. To uh, we don't believe the person is really um, transformed by the words we speak. They can only be transformed by us convincing them. (laughs) So. Just uh, understanding that our words are, are, are powerful is key, uh, is key to activating your prophetic. Number, number four is this, be an encourager. I tell people this, you want to you move forward in prophetic ministry, then become the most encouraging person you know and ask the Holy Spirit to take over your encouragement. Ask Him to inspire In Hebrews 10, 24, it says, let us consider one another to stir up love and good works. Foundation for prophetic ministry is to really consider people, find out what people are doing well, find out the good attributes in people, uh, speak to people, tell them that, thank them for that, encourage them with that, and then ask Holy Spirit to inspire your prophetic, invite him into those times of encouraging. I believe this, you can't be prophetic, you can't be a prophesier without being encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the fifth key to activating your prophetic gift is first speak identity and then speak actions and influence. First speak identity and then speak actions and what their future influence is gonna be. I believe this, the strongest prophetic words have clear identity statements in them. The reason I believe this, because we cannot consistently do what we don't believe we are. I remember years ago, I'd cry out, Lord, bring unity to the body of Christ so we can have revival. And I felt like the Lord said, Steve, if I could just get you into unity, we'd have revival. Because <laughs> you're, you're trying to do things you don't believe you are. You're trying to act like a great leader, but you don't think you're one. You're, you're trying to act um, like, a, like a person who makes great decisions and you don't believe you are. Well, I said, Lord, I'm going to wait until I actually see it manifest to believe. He says, that's not how it works. You got to believe and then see. If, we, if we're trying to act righteous and we believe we're a sinner, we'll actually sin by faith. I've got to believe I'm righteous to live righteously. It, it's, it's, it's the key. Now, when the angel spoke to Gideon in Judges 6 and, and told him who he was, if you haven't read the story, read it, powerful story, it encourages me because if God can use Gideon, he can use me. <laughs> the angel gave him a, a, an identity prophetic word. He said, oh, mighty man of valor or mighty warrior. And Gideon was not living in that experience. Prophecy, prophetic ministry is not supposed to be diagnostic. If, if he was diagnostic in his prophetic ministry, he would have said, hello, fearful one. Hello, one with a victim mindset. Hello. No, he told him who he was. He prophesied his true identity, even though he wasn't in the experience of it. And that's the nature of, of prophetic. Then he told him, and God got in the act. He, they, they told him what Gideon was going to do. He's basically save a nation. You are going to save a nation, but it started um, with identity. And so I like to say this, you know, you say, well, I don't know what to prophesy. Well, take the promises of God and, and just start releasing them over. Just memorize as many promises as you can and and, and then ask Holy Spirit to inspire you to uh, share that. Like, you know, let, let's let say James 1.5, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask uh, God, who gives generously and without finding fault, and it will be given to him. And basically, you can take that promise and release it really over any person because because uh, that's true. Especially, I mean, the Christian you can especially do that, and you can release a prophetic word. You are a man of supernatural wisdom. You are a woman of supernatural wisdom, and 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 that's just. That's just so powerful because that, when you actually believe your words are powerful and imparting grace to people, when you actually say that, it actually causes that wisdom of who they already are to manifest. So you say you are a a, a woman of supernatural wisdom. You, James 1, 5 is, is activating in your life. I see the Lord giving you revelation on that. And then you move into where's this going? you know, just say, Holy Spirit, and I see you in just influencing thousands with your ministry. I see you influencing nations, and you say, well, I don't know. How can I say they're influencing nations? I don't. Listen, God said in, in Matthew 28, go into all the world, so we know that we're all to influence the nation, so that's, you know, there's so many things already in line with Scripture that we can prophesy, and then as we get more skilled, we'll become a little more specific and I, you know, and I like to do this. If I get something that's a little wild, I'll tell the person, hey, this, sounds, this may sound ridiculous. You need to check this out with the Lord, but here's what I was hearing. Your wisdom is actually going to influence the White House. <laughs> yeah. And as we open ourselves up for that which is, is, is ridiculous, then God can use us powerfully. Chris Vallotton has so many great resources on The Prophetic. O. McCollum, Dan McCollum as well. Chris Vallotton, Dan McCollum. Dan McCollum's on staff at uh, the Mission in Vacaville. Chris Vallotton, senior associate leader here at Bethel Church in Redding, California. Two of them. Steve Thompson also um, talks, has a great book on on prophetic ministry as well. One final thing, and then I'm gonna just bless you. One thing that I did for myself is I, I prophesied over me. You know, if you declarations in our whole ministry, one of the big features of our ministry is declarations. And when you make declarations over yourself, telling yourself who you really are in God and what you can do, you're prophesying to yourself. I found this out. You prophesy to yourself more than you prophesy over others. When you do prophesy over others, it's gonna give great, great strength. So five keys to activating your prophetic call, prioritize the prophetic. Understand New Testament prophecy. Believe your words are powerful. Be an encourager. First, speak identity and then speak actions and increase of influence. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Remember, there's no hopeless circumstances, there's only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. God loves to partner with people who are unreasonably optimistic. Matter of fact, He needs to. In order to get his will done. Our hope level determines our influence level. And remember this, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You and I don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. There's no convenient season to walk in radical joy. There's no convenient day to walk in radical joy. For most of you listening today, today's just not a good day to be abundantly joyful. But I say this, it's your strength. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Thank you so much. Hey, I just want to mention to you this, that in April, April 25th through 27th, uh, my wife Wendy and I are going to be doing a conference here in Redding, California um, at Risen King Church. It's going to be a powerful, it's going to be a bounding hope and joy three-day conference, Thursday night through Saturday night. Hey, you know, if you've been blessed by our ministry, I just urge you to consider coming if that's at all possible. You could spend some time uh, in in Reading as well. There's so much to do here. Sunday service, other things. So hey, God bless you, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I'm looking forward to having you with us again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries.